Welcome to episode number 14 of the Thrash Report for September 8th, 2020. This is your weekly music commentary podcast where we discuss all things metal and heavy music. As a reminder, this episode is brought to you by Heavy Shirts. These are shirts with attitude. Their newest design, the Metal Against Racism tee. We are all united. We stand together. We are metal against racism. Go order your shirt today at heavy-shirts.com. Don't forget, use your promo code THRASHREPORT for 20% off your order. And joining me this week, my co-host, partner in crime, Jim. How's it going, buddy? Infamous, Sean the Butcher. Hey, Johnny Depp! <laughs> What's up, Chris? How you doing? Dude, uh, things are going well, man. Things are Good. going well. Um, I uh, we we got to we got to actually hang out a couple weeks ago. We went to a show. Things things are going okay, man. Yeah, um, I agree. We have we have a guest this week. A special ghost. <laughs> man goes by the name Sean the Butcher. How you doing? Hey yo, what's going on, Jim? How's it going, Chris? Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, oh, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. My yeah. pleasure. My pleasure. Took me a while to get it figured out, but I'm glad I finally got it all together. You figure a guy who works with audio would know how to hook up a goddamn <laughs> microphone, but uh, <laughs> here we are. It's all good. We got it. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. So thanks for coming on. You're uh, a big deal, man. <laughs> Let's not start that way. I mean... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I exist. I wouldn't say I'm a big deal, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I enjoy, I enjoy many things about what I am able to lucky enough to do every single day. Awesome. That's awesome. That's very cool. Well, you're one of our metal ambassadors bringing metal to the masses. So we all appreciate you doing that. I try. I try. I really, uh, I enjoy it, it is. I mean, in the end, it's basically just extra work because it's not really, Sirius doesn't care if I'm like there, you know, spreading the word of metal. They just want me to get the work done. So it's it's yeah. extra to get to be on air, but that's the fun part of the yeah. job. It's kind of like the privilege. I tell a lot of people who start, they want to like immediately jump on air. And it's like, you kind of got to, you got to go through the BS first before you yeah. can start doing the fun stuff. You got to be put through the ringer first and, and really... And grind your teeth and, and get you know get, <laughs> yeah. get get dirty before you can start doing the fun stuff well i understand that you actually started um you started as an intern there right yeah yeah i mean that's that's basically how everybody starts you you don't i don't know many kids who just got hired without being an intern i guess you got to get grandfathered into the company or something like that but mm -hmm. uh i started as an intern at def jam and i hated it hmm. and i was looking for something else and i always listen to opie and anthony on wnew and when they switched over to xm i didn't have xm but my buddy did and he knew i was at my def jam internship and i hated it and he called me one day and he's like opie and anthony just ran an ad that they're looking for an intern i <laughs> called them that day and they called me back within two three hours and before i knew it i was in there i was interviewing and then i was interning and that's that how awesome. it started for xm yeah i was interning for them and then nice. one, one thing led to another and then here i am that's, cool. and, and it's been what 20 years no not yet uh jose <laughs> is actually about to hit his 20 year in like a week or two 
which is crazy. I think I just hit 13. 13. Yeah, Got I think it. I just hit 13. Right on, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, awesome. it's been the longest I've ever held the job in my life. <laughs> well, it's probably the best job you've had, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've worked in the seafood department. I've cleaned the butcher shop. I've stocked shelves in an electronics department. I've delivered pizza. I, I've worked every like job people don't want to work but have to work to just get some dough. And uh, yeah, I mean, working for music, like all I ever did when I was on any of those jobs was listen to music. And now yeah. I just get to cut out all the bullshit and just listen to music. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. Cool. I always thought that'd be a dream job. Just anything to do with metal all day is just. It's, you know, I mean, the, believe me, there's times I come home and the last goddamn thing I want to hear is metal. I don't want, I'm so, like, yes, I, <laughs> I am not like. Uh, I guess, Jose, I don't, I just, sometimes I just need everybody to shut the hell up. Like I'll work in silence for hours. Sometimes I don't always have to be listening to metal, but like sometimes mm -hmm. I do need just like quiet and like, and I, I didn't think that I didn't really think, I always thought that I liked music on until I just got a new place and I've been working in my new place and I've noticed it's silent more times than not. Usually when I'm not doing anything, that's when I can play some music. But when I'm trying to focus, it's really hard to have like metal yeah. blasting in my face when I have channels going off the air and hosts melting down and this guy's <laughs> manager wants to know why this song is missing and it's just I'm getting yelled at by 30 of these other new bosses. Like, But it's fun. But it's fun. Nobody's like, you know. Nobody's sure. really yelling at me, but it's just, you know, you get, you get new, new experiences with new people you work with all the time. And I've never worked with so many people in my entire life. Right on. And I suppose, you know, over that, over your, your entire tenure there, I bet you, you got some pretty awesome stories too. people you've talked to artists that you've got to, you know, meet things yes. like that, huh? Yes. I've been super, super, super lucky. I mean, I, I probably have so many that I have forgotten on top of all the cool ones that I can even remember, but I can remember a very, thank God I started taking photos because I have the photos to document. Sure. Like I can remember and go be like, Oh yeah, I remember this night. Like, um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot. And, uh, I'm very fortunate and I'm, I'm very, uh, I bust my ass to do it. Like I didn't just yeah. land this gig. You kind of got to, mm -hmm go through the ringer i mean when i was an intern like i went through the ringer and like this was this was 13 years ago things weren't the way they are now so like you can get like just abused and and it just is what it is and it's live on <laughs> you kind of just gotta go with the flow and you man up and you you know uh you know lace up your bootstraps and you just sure. take it and you go back in the next day defeated but you find the little victories and and it's worth i mean i've had the worst days of my life in radio but i've also had the best days of my life in radio so it's awesome. yeah i'd have to say my like they got me by the balls they got, they got <laughs> me by the balls it's going to take a lot for me to to to, to leave this business and and what it is that i'm doing and i, I love doing it so much awesome I have to say one of my favorite stories, probably my favorite story that you've mentioned a few times is, um, are you not allowed to put any band names on the marquee now or just <laughs> wait a minute, let, let's, re let's refresh, let's refresh that. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so 
I mean, it was funny because Dying Fetus almost got me fired twice. <laughs> and it was in that same day uh, because they were coming in. I was so stoked, have never interviewed Dying Fetus, had never met any of the guys. The album was coming out. It was so gnarly. And I always try to get the gnarliest bands. Mm-hmm. I try to get Pig Destroyer. <laughs> I try to get Trash Talk. I try to get just all these just like mucky ass, dirty ass, just filthy <laughs> ass, like that's the shit that I love. And when you tell me that I'm going to uh, be, oh my God. <clears throat> Wait, what band were we just talking about? Dying Fetus. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Dying Fetus. Yeah. So Dying Fetus comes in and I'm researching to do this interview with them. And they had just put out, wrong one to fuck with. I forget what video they had put out, but I'm sitting there watching it and it's graphic and it's violent and there's <laughs> blood and guts. And I think there's like chicks being like fucked and dudes being, and it's just, it's crazy. And I'm sitting there with my headphones on at my desk listening to it. And I, my desk used to be out in the open right by where like everybody could walk by and i look over my shoulder as i'm watching this dying fetus video and there's some little asian kid who's got to be like 18 19 years old young kid and he's looking over my shoulder and he's just got the thumbs up and he's smiling from ear to ear and i look and he's with a whole group of a whole classroom of kids And I was like, oh, my God, I'm sitting here with, like, a little 18-year-old kid watching horribly violent footage out in the open. And I was like, you know what? It is is research. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sitting there, and I was legitimately doing research for an interview. So I was like, this is is an awesome job. But I was like, if that was ever reported, they wouldn't fire me, but they'd be like, what the hell are you doing watching (laughs) dying fetus videos out? And I had no idea what there's a classroom of kids behind me. So then that was doing research for that video. So then they come in. And anytime, you know, a guest comes in, they put the name up on this big serious XM marquee in the lobby mm-hmm. and uh, they would put the names of the guests on the board and dying fetus came in and it was one of my proudest moments at the company. I have a picture. I was like, I need a picture of this. I have a picture of us in front of the serious XM welcomes dying fetus. So that was an interview it was on a Friday. So like they leave for the weekend and the names from Friday are just up Saturday, Sunday until they come change them on Monday. Apparently there was a, a religious event in the <laughs> lobby. That and Sirius XM welcomes dying fetus was up for the entire, Oh my gosh. when they do specials, they do them in the lobby and people sit in the lobby and there's a big studio made of glass that you could see the screen. It's, it's the center of everything. And it was there all weekend. And Monday I came in and they were like, you, you can never, ever put up another band name on the marquee. And I was like, first of all, I never put them up there to begin with, <laughs> but uh, it was great that it was up there and that I got in trouble for it. Not really in trouble, but uh, reprimanded for it. And it was one of my crowning, one of the, the crowning moments at the company. There was also the time Bon Jovi's people called in because they were uh, not pleased with a cover that was being played. I believe it was of Grave Worm because they thought it was uh, making fun of it instead of actually, you know, covering it and paying <laughs> tribute to it. So just a lot like 10 a.m. and walking in, it's like Bon Jovi's people are pissed. And it's like, what? <laughs> not, not, not only that, you walk in 10 a.m. is Bon Jovi's people are pissed at Grave Worm. It's like, what? <laughs> I bet Grave Worm would be stoked right. about this. Yeah. So I uh, just, but you know, it's all worked out. And like, you know, they, 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 he, he, we, we notified him that he was paying tribute and there's, you know, nobody's making fun of anybody. Uh, we love Bon Jovi. Jose uh, preaches about Bon Jovi every day. That's a Jersey native right there. Yeah. So 
uh yeah uh no but but just it's there's always fun little well there used to be fun little things like that now there's now there's nothing now there's my living sure, every sure. single day <laughs> right i know we're uh which I, which honestly i don't mind it right now i mean it sucks and i know the world's terrible and i know we're not going to shows and whatever right. but i don't know like i'm very lucky to still be yeah. working and being able to work from home and just do this every day i don't I don't hate this situation right now. It sucks that everyone's getting sick and like dying and like bad things are happening in the world. But I mean, as far as me just chilling, working from home, I'm, I'm not opposed to this lifestyle right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I kind of feel, as- I kind of, I kind of told them it's serious. I was like, you're going to have to kind of fight me to go back <laughs> yeah. to going to Manhattan every day and going to the office around th- fuck millions of right. people, millions of yeah. people. I've gotten used to it. I mean, I, I can work inside and outside for my job. So if I'm working inside. I've got my basement all set up. I was just telling Chris before you joined that I had some work done recently and we've got our brand new ceiling up and got the basement finished up and all my nice. metal stuff up. And you doing you doing the work by hand? I did some. Are you hired? Hired guys? Hired someone, yeah. I did a lot of it by hand. Like, Get Jose. Jose loves doing all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't respond when I said, "Hey, you want to do some work in my house?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, that he was changing like chandeliers and sinks and bullshit in his place. Yeah, I don't know nothing about nothing. My dad's been an electrician my whole life. He told me to learn a trade, and I got into radio. So there goes my mind. Uh, but he, I, I work with him on jobs, and like I've watched him do a million hi hats and rewire a million sockets. And if you put it in my hands, it was like, do it. I'd be like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm doing. Yeah. It's uh, so yeah, it's best. That I- yeah, exactly, exactly. I wish I was as as metal as my dad is. Yeah, he's awesome. been brought up on into the trivia pit. Yup, yeah, he loves it. He loves it. It's very, it's very funny because uh, my whole life, uh, my dad wasn't too stoked that I was like bass player in a metal band <laughs> and like what. He's like, learn a trade. Right. That was that was his golden advice to me and. Uh, I really didn't take it, and I regret that shit. And I could probably go back and, and learn, you know, how to be a plumber or or, or whatever. But uh, I like being a radio jag off way too much. <laughs> and the fact that, like, and you know, my whole life I listened to metal, and my dad, my whole dad, my dad's life has been him being like, shut that shit off. Yeah. Like, I in, in my parents' house, blasting beneath the remains, <laughs> blasting chaos. Ad, I had just found these records. So I'm in and I'm angry at my parents for God knows what. So I am cranking it till the the bass on the speakers is going and you can't even hear the goddamn song. So like my dad just grew up like fucking metal is metal shit. My son listens to this. And now that like the fact that I asked a trivia question that he brought up to me to ask on the show, like is I want to talk about bonding moments as father and son right there. That's <laughs> yes. the, the cat and the cradle and the silver spoon and all yep. that shit. That was me. Me and my pops blended. Awesome. Like that was our moment where like we touched fingers <laughs> and shit. And that. we, my whole life, my dad's like, I want to, I want a blood test on you. I don't, I don't think <laughs> my whole life. Yeah. Like we we're going out for my birthday dinner uh, soon. And he, and he was like, I want, I still want a blood test. <laughs> So that was it. Him, him bringing up a Metallica question. I was like, "Ah, oh, we've made That's it. That's awesome. We've made bring it. Him a vial yeah. Of blood. Yeah. Get a vial of blood and bring it to him. <laughs> yeah, right. Nah, he's not into any of that shit. Actually, he's, he's into some blood and guts and horror and stuff. I'm sure he'd be down with it. He understands. That's awesome. Well, you know what? Your dad should be proud. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. You make my heart melt. Oh, it's so funny. You know, talking about, you know, some of those things that happen that may have, you know 
jeopardizes jeopardize your career um you know stuff like dying fetus i'm i'm just i'm generally yes, curious generally curious how much freedom like obviously i listen to if i listen to local radio they bleep every single thing right oh, man i can't listen I know. to local radio so, anymore. that and the commercials it's like what am i even listening <laughs> yeah. to no. well so oh, so how much how much freedom do you actually have with with what can be done i mean again like Again, if you know, what can obviously you can play music that can curse and stuff like that. What uh, what kind of regulation do they put down on that? We play NSFW from Psycho. <laughs> yeah. There are no rules. We basically we we have bosses, but we we are the channel and we can do whatever as long as it's not an like offensively horrible sure. idea we can do whatever the hell we want on valentine's day we play fucked with a knife <laughs> and whatever like there's there's a sense of humor to what we do and uh we can we we do need to ask permission for things mm -hmm. but they trust us enough to know that like we're running a solid network here and we have to run everything by people but 98% of the time, I mean, not 98% of the time, maybe 89% of the time, they're like, yeah, this is fine, whatever, whatever. Uh, but shit gets shot down, and sometimes even when we get shot down, we do it anyway. Hey, Vincent, what band is that? Like, we we just do kind of, we run with things as long as we can run with them until the hammer comes down, and then we, you know, clear things out and then start new. And But, like, with the music, we we'll find a song, we like a song, we play a song. Uh, it went with, uh, you know, I mean, it's getting coverage for festivals and stuff is hard. Sometimes, uh, I worked a bunch of barbecues yeah. and, nice. uh, I covered all my expenses. I covered my hotel. I covered my gas. I covered my food. I covered uh, all this stuff. And I just did it to fucking do it. Cause those were the best shows of my entire life. Like, uh, Everyone thinks it's like all expenses paid, grapes and you know chicks with leaves, <laughs> fanning and shit. It's like no, I I I, I shared the same toilet with my man Cocoa Butter, and <laughs> we stayed in the same hotel, farting in the same room, and I was like up all night editing interviews and and like taking pictures, and uh, it's 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 a great job, but you know uh, sometimes you just gotta you gotta put in your own, you gotta get what you want out of it. I don't know, Sean. I thought you were. You know, limousines and caviar. <laughs> Yo, uh, uh, jet flying, you know, uh, limousine riding, wheeling and dealing, kiss stealing, son of a Woo! gun. Uh, yeah, exactly. I am, I would, as much as I would love to be the nature boy, uh, I'm still taking lessons. I'm still taking lessons from him every single right day. Right on. But, uh, the, you can learn things too, because you mentioned NSFW a little bit ago and how much info you can glean from into the trivia pit because was it just last week yeah how many times do they say fuck in that song <laughs> yeah sometimes we do things purposely just because we can like like i mean it's like 89.5 wsou is the metal station of like the tri-state area like if you grew up anywhere in like the on like the east coast where if you can get reception in new jersey's eight and nine five but like they can't play slayer and it's like that's <laughs> really? crazy because i think because it, it's like a christian metal station hmm. something like that and like 
they played every time I die and they blur out when Keith says, God damn, or, 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 or horrors or something like a thing that wasn't even a, it's, it's painful how, how edited they wouldn't say God forbid. They would say G forbid. Wow. Yeah, it was cr- – and for a while, I thought they were two different bands. <laughs> um, but sometimes we will just – big swinging dick, like, yeah, here's fuck 52 times on a song. <laughs> like, enjoy these next two and a half right. minutes because it's fun. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like and, – and, and I mean, please, the shit we played, uh, 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 Assassino and uh, Padre Pedophilio and like – we play it's it's some of the gnarliest shit ever, and uh, I mean, please, we're just swinging dick with Cannibal Corpse. Like, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it all. We do have, I mean, we do have a lot of freedom to execute this channel to the what we feel the best of its ability is. No matter how many, no matter how many people want to complain, that, that's awesome. And and we and we, you know what, we love you for it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We've been one of my questions. You. you know, it's kind of. I love you guys for listening. Hell Thank yeah. you. All day, every day, pretty much. <laughs> um, so if I know you get a lot of fan requests, like, hey, play this song or play that song. Like, what's a process you would have to do if you actually listen to someone like myself that said, hey, Sean, play this, please. Uh, 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 there's listening, listening to it, loving it and playing it is one thing. Yeah. Listening to it, loving it and getting it in solid rotation to where you're going to hear it like after the burial when they put out a brand new jam or a periphery brand new jam like to get to get stuff added is difficult we have to really pick the crop of what we think is it's not only what we th- it's it's thinking of the channel as a whole instead of an individual one person wanting to hear mm-hmm. something so it gets difficult when we when everyone wants us to squeeze in every single request it gets very difficult there is definitely uh i think it's just i think it's just the cream of the crop and how much there is a limited space if we could just play every single goddamn song i mean then you never hear the same song twice ever which you know some people would think is great but like i don't know it's 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 a liquid metal is it's a very broad scope, but in the scope of metal, I guess you could say it's somewhat of a narrow scope because there are a bunch of genres that we don't play. I mean, we don't represent for like power metal, which is a gigantic Mm -hmm. genre. We play a little bit of it, but whatever, Mm -hmm. like it's, I don't know. The channel has a focus and a direction and we, that's the, the focus and the direction that we go in. Uh, we've played, you know, we, we, we find stuff all the time. Johnny Booth was this golden nugget in the ground that was, I mean, they've been out here doing stuff, but I feel like swipe that up from liquid metal. And, and I hear Johnny Booth every time I'm in my car on liquid metal and it makes me so goddamn happy. So like, it's, it's the process of finding something that hits us so hard that we feel like it deserves to be played on the channel. Yeah. Uh, that and there's a billion requests of people like play this, play this, play this, check out this band every single day. I have 20. Check this out, check this out, check this out. I get, oh, happy birthday, Sean, happy birthday. Check out my band's demo. Yeah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry your dog died. Right. Here's my demo. <laughs> and it's like, oh, 
Well, I know one time you some guys play Onslaught for me one time. So oh, I'm I try. I'm like I try. I'm like I try. I try. Well, I appreciate to, that. Was awesome. Yeah. I have I have a lot of texts like yo play this play this play this but like also it's hard it's hard to explain and like breaking down that fourth wall of of just the layout of a day and how it goes by hour and like everything is sort of it's not cemented in it things can be moved and things can be played with but that affects other things so it affecting a small part of the picture affects a bigger part of the picture so uh, we're very, I don't know, really choice with our mm-hmm. cuts, like prime cuts of beef, you know, and excuse me. Uh, sometimes, I mean, we try to get to everything. We try to get to everything, but, uh, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But like, I don't, there really, there really is no process. We get tons of shit from labels. Right. Um, we, we play what we get from labels. There's guys hired to, you know, push records and they push records and, uh, we, you know, we find stuff, we go digging around, we go to shows. Uh, there's there's so many different ways that we find music. I mean, Jose will randomly text me at like 2 a.m. Oh, it was just on, on YouTube and found this. Or like, yeah. oh, da, 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 da. and then my friend just sent me this. So like, we try to just, we try to do it all. We try to do it all, but there's a lot to sure. do. And, uh, but you know, we, we try to get the best music on as much as we possibly can. And like, I don't love it all either. Like if you sit around thinking I'm blasting every song on liquid metal, like I'm madly in love, like that's insane. Like I certainly don't love everything we play, but when I, when I started, I would complain and Jose would always straighten me out about being like, well, it's not your channel. It's like, it's bigger than what the hell just you want to hear. And I didn't understand it then, but I definitely understand it now. So when everybody's complaining, how come you don't play this and you don't play this and you don't play this and you don't play this? And it's like, well, that's what you want to hear. But in the grander scheme of things, that's not what I like. Sometimes it just doesn't work and people get their feelings hurt. Yeah. Like, well, you got you to look at it as, as the, the greater metal collective, right? Like, yeah, t- totally get mm-hmm. it. So re- I mean, it's hard, but it's not really that hard. Yeah. Just to fucking make a banger of a song like <laughs> I, which is hard it's hard but like that's all it takes is the song's got to be awesome and we'll yeah. play it like that's yeah so what what's a couple regardless of you mentioned that sometimes you may not be a fan but you got you know you'll, you'll play it um what are a couple newer tracks or newer bands that you really dig regardless if if xm plays them or not what are some things you're really digging today Thank God. I thought you were going to say which bands don't. <laughs> no. Like, oh, no, don't put me on that no. spot. I'm not even, I can't even go there. Uh, let me check my music app. That's not serious that I listen to a bunch. Johnny Boo, not uh, So, yeah. So we're talking about new, new stuff that I'm listening to right yeah. now at this very second. Like, okay. I mean, I was just jamming uh, some old school tool, okay. which uh, enema that, but like new stuff, new stuff. Okay. Okay. Let me go right here. This Spirit Box Holy Roller track is like one of my favorite new songs of 2020. That shit is so dope. Yeah. I cannot wait till they put out a brand new album. This new Gojira song, Another World, I love it. And I'm not even the hugest Gojira guy on the planet. I get people bend over backwards for Gojira. Uh, I like Gojira, but I am not as in love with them as everybody else is. But this new track, Another World, I am 
absolutely madly in love. I'm the same way with Gojira. And when I first started listening to Liquid Metal all the time, the Silvera was like the big one. Like I heard that all the time. And And that riff again, Silvera stranded. Those are like riffs. And that's what, that's what's the best thing about Gojira is. And, and that brother connection, guitar and drums and riffs and just riffs (laughs) that, that is awesome. But I mean, this new Code Orange, I am all over this new Code Orange. Uh, Under the Skin, the acoustic thing that they did, just just brilliant. Just a brilliant move. Uh, and like, I know every band can't do it, but like Code Orange sets the bar pretty goddamn high. Mm-hmm. A lot of bands are all in different places. Code Orange are all in the same place, yeah. so they can do whatever the hell they want. That's awesome. And they're doing it. They released an album at the beginning of the pandemic and they just released an album Friday. <laughs> like, how do you do right. that? And not only that, they released a DVD too. So they're be- they 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 have just like like grown their hand ten sizes bigger and pimp slapped the whole game. <laughs> Nobody was doing it like Code Orange, but uh Mortality Rate. I love Mortality Rate. I didn't even know that Mortality Rate just put out a brand new album in July. I had absolutely no idea. For some reason I went digging around and uh Mortality Rate with their singer Jess. She is awesome. That I've been feeling, but a lot. Cool. A lot of hip hop. Hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. All I have been listening to is Griselda. Griselda is Benny the Butcher and Conway the Machine and West Side Gun. And as much as I love metal, I'm definitely have been listening to Griselda more than I have been listening to anything. I've been listening to that since December. And still till this day, it's like at least an hour a day gets dedicated to straight up Griselda. I love it is filthy Buffalo, New York <laughs> hip hop. And it's, it's the best. It reminds me so much of the old era of rap that I used to love, but it's even better. So it's just blowing my mind. Cause, and I'm like, I'm not in touch with hip hop. Like I should be. I used to have a bunch of hip hop homies and they put me on to everything. And now I don't really have any hip hop connection with anybody all my friends listen to weird shit the beatles and shit that i don't give a crap about uh but i have no connection to hip-hop i don't even remember how i found i mean i listened to shade four five and rock the bells and i guess i became familiar with them from there uh but i have been obsessed with griselda since december hardcore it's like the heaviest metal of hip-hop it is so so gutter so street and just they are putting out it's three dudes they put out new work every two weeks every three weeks an album a single an ep an album an ep a single of this that like they are just on fire like they are pushing like drugs like they are pushing product heavy heavy like they are not stopping and it's great because metal bands can't do that yeah metal bands gotta like write a song put it in a production, wait on this guy, wait on that guy. Hip hop. I mean, I don't know the process, but I'd imagine one dude's making a beat. One dude's laying the track. You throw them all together. They don't even need to be in the same room. And like, it's done. It's done. Maybe mixing mastering, but like how fuck long can that, like, I don't know. It's just, it's amazing. Griselda all day. Griselda GXF. Well, we'll make sure that we, uh, we put some links in the show notes so people can check, check these, uh, these out for sure. Yes. Myself included, I've never even heard of them, but that's yep. Yeah, I mean, it's, 
I'm like, I don't, and that's the thing is like, I haven't really been listening to any hip hop. And the fact that I have found this group and have latched onto them, like I listen to other stuff and I try to go around and listen to some more newer hip hop. And I'm like, this is all terrible. None of this is as good as Griselda. And it just reminds me of that old school era. I mean, that and Action Bronson. I, I fuck with Action Bronson. He is amazing on so many levels. He is a great personality and a great rapper and a big weed smoker <laughs> and he had a show about eating food and i mean the dude had to be like 400 pounds uh all he has been doing for the last i mean couple months is posting videos of him in the gym he is unrecognizable really? he has shed so much weight it is absolutely incredible and like i mean it's great that like he would eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and that was what he made his living off of however that is very, very unhealthy lifestyle to be like that big of a dude that's not good for the heart. Um, so like I think that finally connected with him and now he is like action is just the man. Like he puts his he puts a thousand percent into everything he does. I really admire that that dude. Uh, I love action cool. Bronson. Yeah, totally. Totally. And he's a big metal dude, motherfucker. He went on tour with with Trash Talk huh. and I spoke with him once and I was like, yo, I love that you, you know, trash talk. And he told me this old school story about how he played a show with trash talk in the city and how like fights broke out and all this shit. And I was like, I would have, I would have killed him. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, and so, so speaking of speaking of live shows, um, obviously we are desperately in need of live shows. And we basically talked about, um, in the past, on past episodes, we talked about how kind of the, a new thing was was going to drive-ins. And uh, Jim and I went and caught the Metallica show at the drive-in. I'm just curious your take on it. Like, what do you think of these new new ways of, of experiencing shows? They're, they're trying. Yeah. Whatever, whatever is going to work. Uh, but, I mean, so... It's again really difficult. That's why there's not many of them, but they're way, they're popping up. I see Baroness uh, is about to do yep. one. I think Down just did yep. one. Code Orange has now done two. Yeah, Suicide Silence just did this virtual world tour. Lamb of God's about to do it. Like yep. it took a little while. It took six months. That's how long yep. it's been. It took six months, but now, boom, 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 boom. However it's difficult because many of these bands, as much as we like to think that they'd all jam in the same garage together. A lot of these dudes live in different parts of States, different parts yeah. of the world. I think car bombs drummer lives in Hawaii. Yeah. Like it's insane. So uh, not many people can, can do this shit. So it's very difficult to have. Uh, Cause I mean, everyone's doing it. They're doing it all together. Like Mariners is doing it together. Metallica did it together. Like, Code Orange did it together. It's hard to get all of these dudes in the same place. Um, but, you know, I, I'd like to think that things are getting better and, and maybe they can get a secluded spot and all get together once and film yeah. something and air that like somehow uh, people are going to figure it out because there's no other goddamn yeah. way. And like, it, but that's if they want to, like, I, I know um, I'm, I, fr I, I follow a lot of these dudes. I'm friends with a lot of them on Twitter. I'm like, I know now that a bunch of them got full-time yep. jobs and they're digging it and they got health insurance and they're digging it and they're getting a weekly paycheck and they're digging it. Maybe they don't want to go back to living in a goddamn van. Here's what I love about metal. The fact that I would fucking never in a million years do what any of these dudes do. 
I love metal so much more because I respect these guys and these girls for going out there and living the, in my opinion, worst friggin' life ever. I need a shower every night. I need a bed every night. I do not sleep in the cold. I do not sleep in the heat. I do not sleep in cold. Like, I would never. And they do it. They do it like every every three yeah. months. Like it's it's insane. It's an impossible lifestyle, and I respect the hell out of all these people who are doing it but like i don't know like if if they it this code orange thing does not happen without a lot of hands involved you need a mixing guy there you need a couple of mixing yep. people there you need people filming it you need a couple of people filming it. you need a whole set designer you need a couple of set designers you need the band to be tight you need like you need so many elements and they, they had a whole thing video produced through the whole thing like this needs such layout and such dedication and so many hands and a lot of bands like they ain't got that shit yeah. Like a lot of these bands, they don't have any of that support. They got a little label support, but like they don't have, they don't have I, a I, lot. I think that, that, yeah, I think you're exactly, I mean, you're right on spot. I mean, people need to understand too, when they're doing these massive live stream events or something, it, it, it costs money to do that, <laughs> you know? So yeah, totally get it. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the future is. I asked Vincent Bennett of Vacation Strain, and he said we just waited out, we just waited out until we could finally go back. But God damn it, people, some people are acting like the worst people ever, and they are ruining it for everybody. And because of that, as much as I want to see shit go back to normal, I think it's going to take a very, very long time. I'll tell you right now, if there's a show next year, I'm going to be hesitant to go. Mm-hmm. As much as I'm dying in need of shows and concerts, it ain't that bad. Mm-hmm. It ain't that bad. I'm I I am sketched out. I'm a germaphobe. I'm not going to be in a room full of a hundred shirtless dudes sweating, oh, jumping yeah. all of each other yeah. on the microphone. It's not going to happen. Like I, you know, I I'm trying to be positive about it, but like I'm I don't feel comfortable. Like, and I'm not going to be able to like be like, no, I can't go back to work, but I can go to concerts. They're going to be like, go fuck yourself. You're coming back right. to work. So it's it's going to be really difficult for me to. Ad- Readapt to the world to the point where this whole shit we're going through right now is an afterthought is going to every day this goes longer it weighs heavily more on my sure. brain no i i'm, I'm so, right i'm right with you and and i was actually yeah. texting with some buddies this weekend during some live stream shows so i, I attended the behemoth live stream show which was Sick. it was so cool and and again and i also had, uh, attended the devin townsend show um uh, empath too but they were unique in different ways so the the one thing that was really amazing with behemoth is they had eight cameras and it was all interactive and you could you could Sick. view all eight cameras at once or you could say okay i'm going to view this camera and then it's all harm and, like and then one. just That's switch all... you could switch what like i want to look yeah. at the drummer i want to i want to look at this view this view this view um, i would have been looking at nurgle the whole, all, the whole time. time the whole time and so the thing is, I was like, this is fucking badass. Like, I could get used to this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I mean, listen, there's, yeah, there's going to have to be a way. They're going to have to figure something out. I am dying to see Sanction again. I am dying to see Vane again. I want to see these 
fucking bands so bad. Uh, and like maybe over the internet is the way to go. I'm down with that. I just ordered the Code Orange DVD. Nice. I loved it so much. I was like, yeah, I'll buy it. I'll watch it. Whatever. If Vane put one out, if Sanction put one out, if Johnny Booth put one out, like, yeah, whatever. Like film it, release it, and I'll buy it. And and it's going to be difficult, but like I mean, do something. Don't you mean like these guys aren't doing anything? Like, what the hell can you yeah. do? I just I hope what the, I hope hell the bands do? again. I hope the bands can sustain that. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe you start doing live stream shows and you get maybe a, a broader audience from around the globe, for instance, right? All the venues are closing, yeah. so. When the world reopens, there might not even be any fucking <laughs> good, point. good point. Good point. Yeah. So they're going to have to re, they're going to have to spend that whole time adapting also because it's like, all right, we can do it now. Oh, now there's nowhere to do it. So it's like, now what the hell are we going to do? I actually so, just signed a petition today to our governor in Wisconsin to help fund local venues. So, yeah. Save yeah, our I mean, stages. I have, I've, yeah. I've donated to many GoFundMe. I'm donating as much as I can because I'm still sitting here working. I'm still sitting here making money, and I'm still sitting here feeling pretty guilty yep. about it. And crew, so, crew nation, uh, I've donated to crew nation too, helping those crews yes. for sure. Yes, anything that you can do. I mean, it's it's just good, but it's just it's going to be hard. Everyone's gonna have to readapt, and I'm fine with you know whatever everybody's doing. Do it, do it, and make it work because. When other people see it working, that's when, you know, Lamb of God's jumping on it, and Down's mm -hmm. jumping on it, and and and, and da, 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 da. like Twitch. Twitch is becoming the yeah. new thing. So I guess I'll have to download Twitch. Yeah, yeah. buying merch. So like right now, I'm wearing a Black Fast hooded sweatshirt. Yeah, Black Fast. Shout out to the homies in Black Fast. Yeah. <laughs> Black Fast. That's awesome. But underneath that, Sean, I am wearing a Hills from the Crypt shirt. Nice. I appreciate it. <laughs> Representing Hills from the Crib. New content up today. Vincent Medication Strain interview. Fucking 45 raw ass minutes. I edited it so heavy for the radio. It's the full interview up on my website. Hails from the Crypt. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, I have not had a chance to listen to that, but I was going to ask you what's going on with Hails from the Crypt. I know there's no live pictures from shows going on. Nothing. Nothing. I'm just doing interviews. I just booked an interview with Code Orange, so I'll pop up an interview with Code Orange there soon enough. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, no, nothing. Like I should be going out and taking pictures and stuff. But like, I mean, when I take, like, I'm not a nature photographer. I try to take little nature pics, but like, that ain't my passion. I want to play. I want to do some damn shows, but like, that's not happening. So I, I notice a lot of the dudes I follow. I mean, my man Sean from Washed Up Media. He's big into BMX. He does BMX mm -hmm. photos. Uh, Man, Gabe the Pigeon, uh, he's a big, big in the skateboarding. He does skateboarding photos. I mean, that's fucking awesome. I mean, I, I don't got, I don't got friends that talented, or, or they have different talents, maybe. So uh, I don't know. I really, I don't know what to photograph. And you know, it's luckily for me, it's it's like a hobby. Like I'm not like you know, I don't know. I don't know. I like I'm def I'm not a photographer by any means. Like I just enjoy doing mm -hmm. it. And like I have that outlet right now, and it sucks. So I'm like I'm not doing it, but. uh I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, eventually, I'll pick it back up and, and start doing something or figure something out. But any interviews I do, uh, I put up that Eric Andre interview. I put up the Vincent Bennett interview. Whenever I do an interview, I'll put it up there. But yeah, I mean, like the world, I guess, Hales from the Crypt is on hiatus until whatever. I mean, I, it's it's also just a passion project. So like, if it's on hold, like, whatever, it's on hold. It's not like, it's not a reliable source of news media, like like, you know, the big metal sites like by no means for me it's kind of just like 
my own personal Facebook page. Yeah, if you get desperate enough, you could probably do like a quarter of covers and just take pictures of your pictures. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Make photocopies and shit. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just I, I like uh I love taking pictures. Like nothing nothing's cooler than that. I uh my buddy Brian Brown got me into that. Brian Brown, Vir- Richmond, Virginia photographer. He actually took pictures with like Randy Bai. I think he like oh, yeah. went on like some trips with Randy. You take him with some of his first pictures. But uh yeah, great photographer. And he was like, You should get a camera. And I was like, You're right. And like when I would do an interview, I'd be like, Can I get a photo pass? I'm like, they don't even think twice. They're like, Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I would just get all these photo passes and like all you need. It's a goddamn camera. You can't go in there with an iPhone. They got want to see you have a camera. So like, I got my tax money. I bought a camera, and like, I'm up front taking pictures of fucking power trip. Like, mm. what the hell am I doing? Nice, nice. So yeah, I mean, just, just, I mean, fuck. <laughs> I took pictures uh, of Slayer, yeah. which, which like I wasn't supposed to be doing. Like, I, I think a couple people got in trouble, but like, sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, Slayer reposted my fucking Dude, pictures. That's awesome. Feel good. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like I feel like I peaked that day. Like I don't know how much higher I can get after that. Yeah. So, uh, but like it's so dope when like like and like if you know sometimes I get tagged, sometimes I don't. But it's fine. It is what it is. Uh, but I love when like a a photo will pop up on someone like some band's thing, and I'm like, I know that photo. And yeah. I'm, looking, I'm like, oh shit, that's a fucking picture. That, that's cool. It feels like absolutely amazing. I remember I saw, um, I it saw is. Anthrax, um at uh one of their last shows it was the last show of one of the legs at a festival was it two years ago i can't remember it was at rock fest in Kadat, wisconsin and sure enough i was able to snap a photo of them all like you know basically coming out and doing like the bow at the end right it was like the very end and i posted to instagram and they actually used that photo basically thanking everyone for the tour and at the very bottom, it was like repost from me, and I was like, "No way!" Anthrax used my photo. I was like, I was like a little fourteen-year-old schoolgirl. Yay! Feel accomplished. <laughs> they, your your favorite band is sitting there acknowledging. Know. You know, that's that's awesome. It's a great feeling to be recognized. Or like, it's the hosts of your favorite radio station say your name. <laughs> hey, thank you. <laughs> I mean, listen, it, 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 your contributions are so appreciated. Like, obviously, like we're sitting there like, you know, all of everyone's suggestions. I mean, even that do Rob, like that do Rob puts those Instagram things together, the uh, the YouTube things together. Like you guys help us so much with so much of it. Like it's, it's your show as much as it is. Like we don't we don't consider like you as players. You're, you're just like part of that's the awesome. show. Like yeah. and, and that's and you've been around a long time, man. Yeah, and I'll tell you what I'm gonna miss though when all this is when we go back to if you can call it normal, but uh into the trivia pit live on Instagram. So damn fun. I'm gonna miss that going back to the actual show. <laughs> Jose is already pretty much made it clear that we're still probably going to be doing both shows. So I, I don't, I, he's like, he's like, he's like, we can't just stop the Instagram. And I'm like, oh, all right. And you just got to hope your contestant isn't watching Instagram at the same time. Everybody's answering. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But I think we're going to be able to do it live soon. I don't know. We're trying to figure out the internet situation. They're saying some people are going live from their living room. So if that's the case, that's what I'm aiming for. But uh, things in serious take time, take a lot of time. So they are taking time. You mean, uh, but it's you all you guys good. can't pivot and turn on a dime? Man, like <laughs> I. I didn't think we'd ever be able to go live. And the fact that it was brought up and it was brought up quite recently in an, in a meeting. And I was like, Oh shit. Like that was going to be the one thing that I would have went back to the studio mm -hmm. for. And I was like, now, now I can go live from home. I was like, I'm never going back to the mm -hmm. studio. Why the hell would I? But, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of technology that needs to be figured out. But what's cool about the company is, when we had to get out of the building and basically switch a whole company yeah. from working in a building to working from home, it happened seamlessly. That's awesome. And some shit is better than before. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, it's, this changed everything and some things for the better as fucked up as that is, but it's the truth. Like some things have improved and, I love being able to do my show from my living room. Like it's so dope. Yep. So dope. But like, yeah, I mean, I guess I miss people kind of, but I don't know. I'm a people person, but I also love being not a people yeah, person yeah. sometimes. Well, and I, I used to consider myself someone an introvert, but once you're, you know, in your house for six months, you start to <laughs> wake out a little bit. Yeah. This, this is going to start to weigh on me. However, I mean, I've been chilling with my homies. I've been wearing masks. I've been socially distancing, but like I've been, I've not been like, I've, it's not like I haven't seen anybody for six months. Like I've seen everybody mm -hmm. I know, uh, but like responsibly and like they all got kids and shit. So they're not trying to get sick either. So uh, it's possible to live life still. Uh, if things are closed or whatever, but like, I don't know, like, Restaurants and shit are open. I've been eating, eating at restaurants like with a mask yep. and all that and like sitting six feet away. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like a lot has changed aside from the fact that there's no live shows or like movie theaters or whatever. But like, I don't know. It's in the beginning when everything was closed, it was brutal. But like, even then, things were still kind of yeah. open. And, and like, it, I was drinking streets of queen. Like, I don't know. It's you just got to find the sure. right spots. I guess it's yeah, yeah, for sure. Do. Like, our movie theaters just opened like last week or two weeks ago. And, and, and I went to go see new mutants in the theater. Oh, oh, I was the only oh, one. <laughs> so it was, oh, I could get used to that. Me and my popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. And like some of the theaters around here got busted so hard for rats. <laughs> fucking <laughs> filth, filth, filth. So I don't know. Like, I don't mind watching TV at home. Like, I don't know. I, I am a homebody. Like I really, I really enjoy just relaxing at home and I do like going out and doing things, but I mean, not as much as I used to, I guess, but it's still fun to go out and, and party and go to shows and I do miss it, but I don't, I think it's going to be a while. I think it's going to be a while before I get yeah. back. Yeah. But you figure out new yep. ways, pick up new hobbies, do new, do new things, learn new. Th I've been walking a lot, trying to focus on health, trying to focus on mental health. And that's the cool thing you know, about being human, man. We can adapt. Yeah. Or try, try to, to try to. It's hard. It's hard for a lot of people. And I think that's very clear in a lot of the things going on lately. But 
it's, it's, it's like I said, like I have my friends and thank God for that because they have got me through this entire pandemic. All I have been doing is group chatting and text chatting and FaceTiming and zooming and da 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 and, 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 and direct messaging and like just talking to everybody and talking and talking and talking and talking like do not just stop talking to everybody because you're not hanging out with them. Like I'm a very talkative dude, I guess on text or I guess like right now or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I enjoy, I mean, it, maybe I don't enjoy like company, I guess physically all the time, but like, I always love to be just chatting sure, to man. people about shit, you know, texting back and forth. It's fun as hell. And like, I got different friends having different conversations and, and it's, it gives me life. Like, and I talk about a bunch of it on the air. Cause like they give me content. I was like, you guys are helping me out right now. Cause they're funny talking about stupid shit, funny shit, movies, music, like metal, whatever. And I'm like, it's, it's all good. Like I just use every aspect of my life on air. Yeah, and I want to do thank you again for like how you and Jose and Scotty and you're all very awesome with listeners and stuff. Like we met thank you. Ian, Ian Christie. Hell yeah. What's that? Ian Christie. Yeah. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. Not you all. guys are all, I mean, like we message back and forth every once in a while. It's just cool. Like, Hey, that's, that guy's on the radio. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just radio. Like, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, like it's just, to me, it's just, I feel I'm just another radio douche, you know, there's nothing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a dude, you know, I'm a dude like you guys just listen to metal. I just happen to, I don't know, meeting Jose, like changed everything for me. And like, uh, nobody ever showed promise in me. a couple of people. I'm not going to lie. Like a couple of people showed promise in me, which was good. Cause like, I don't know. It's cool when people got your back. Oh yeah. And sure. I would say like, like had my back and then like trained me like, like Yoda <laughs> at every aspect. Every time I tripped, he's like, do you see why you tripped? And it's like, yeah. So like, or like, I'd be like, why did, why did I just trip? And he'd be like, here. And he'd be like, Oh, <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's, you know, I, I like having him as a source of information and I don't know, resolution. Yeah. Cause when I get stressed the fuck out, I'm like, Jose, what do I do? And he'll offer some really good experienced wisdom filled, like he's been doing it. So he knows. So like, uh, I try to, I try to. I try to learn because I think he's like the best and I want to learn from the best and I want to be the best too. Have like, you ever heard him not be so positive? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. When, when he starts talking like me and when I start flying out of his mouth, I smile. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh, you sound like me right now. And I've said that maybe five times in the course of knowing him over <laughs> 10, 11 years. So uh very, you know, not often, very few times has he like been like, I can see it on his face. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> He's like, man. And he'll just like go off. And I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> you got mad, huh? <laughs> um, and like, it is cool because then I try to like help him sort his shit out. Like, and I, I like to think that like he can, he can rely on me, but like he's my elder. So like he, he's not, you know, I like when he comes to me, like, what do you think about this? And I'm like, cool, man. Like, yeah. I like that you, and sometimes like if he, sometimes if he likes something and I'm like, eh, fuck that. <laughs> and he'd be like, yeah. 
And I'm like, and I'll, I'll give him maybe one or two reasons, and he'll be like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, like, it's cool. Like, it's cool the one like when the sensei like, you know, picks up one of your yeah. tricks. Like, yeah. so that's that's fucking gnarly." And uh, yeah, man, I just I'm just working, man. I'm just I, I landed a dream gig, so like I'm trying to be the best at it. And like, That's awesome. but I'm just, but there's nothing, there's nothing. I'm just a radio douche, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just you, Jim Osborne. Well, I, I, I'm just I think it's great. I, you know, that's awesome. Thank you so much. And I think it's great that you, again, you know, you found a mentor and you continue to grow and, and learn. And um, yeah, it's awesome, man. Yep. And I've talked to a lot of other metalheads and fans of, of liquid metal and, you know, they all say you do an awesome job too. So we thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I also get a lot of credit for shit that I don't do. And uh, <laughs> like, I mean, uh, it's, it's, but, it, but it is like, I put a lot of, I put a lot of my blood, sweat and tears and my gray hairs into this channel. And uh, it's, it's worth all of the stress and it's worth all of it. And we try to do good, but I mean, I don't know every bitch is about everything when it's like, yeah, motherfucker is going to bitch, but the, uh, the uh i don't know something about the voice is the loudest or i don't know some with yoda phrase jose always says to me and i'm, I'm like yeah i mean everybody you know everybody's screaming and yelling but it's like in the end yeah. there's more people liking it than more people complaining about it so yeah. uh you know it's it's our channel you know the same way it's like it's our channel we we do you know it's our channel because it's a fucking heavy hip-hop week because it's what we wanted to do you know it's our channel because there's dime dates because what we wanted mm -hmm. to do like uh, we don't, you know, we don't have, well, we don't have many things forced on us. I'll put it that way. But uh, we, we definitely, we put a lot into it. I, yesterday was a national holiday. I wasn't supposed to be working, but I was on air. Cause like, whatever, mm -hmm. like who mm -hmm. cares? Another day of work, like you get your, you, you know, get on air, talk about music. And it was fun. It's fun on Christmas, you know? Yeah. If it ain't Saturday or Sunday, if it's Monday through Friday and it's Christmas, like I'm on air on Christmas, like jump on and say holly jolly, fuck you, and, and get off, and whatever. So it's that reminds me how my son got introduced to you. We were coming back, it was a couple years ago, and maybe I told you this story, Sean, but we were coming back from my in law's house, had about a three hour drive, and listening to your show on Thanksgiving or the day after coming back. and you have gotten out and saying how goddamn full you were and you had shit coming out of here and sweat coming out of the baby. <laughs> <laughs> 11 or 12, he's like, this guy's awesome. Ah, that's fucking golden. Yeah, I mean, I try to, I try, I mean, I'm honest. I'm honest. Please, I talk about my, my jock itch on air, man. And I talk about my, my hemorrhoids all the time. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, man, fucking erectile dysfunction, <laughs> like, well, whatever. Like, I, you know, mo everybody, there's got to be somebody else. Like, you know what? I got a bad dick too. Oh man, you know what? I got, I got a fucking rash in my armpit too. Like, the, I, like again, like nobody's perfect. Like, I'm sitting out here with problems. I get depressed, man. I'm depressed, and I go on air depressed. Like, I'm on air depressed. Like, there's no. There's no, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm having a shitty day. Here's fucking Pantera. Like, uh, it's, it, it's, you're going to get a hundred percent of, of me, but I like, I, you know, I, I, I just, 
I'm just me. I just talk my bullshit, and this is how they say response too. Because I know I've heard you on the radio say the guy I'm having a shit day. I'm down, whatever. And then I see people tweet you like, is which which is what everybody needs because I get on air and say I feel like shit. Some people a won't say anything, or b will you know go on Twitter and be like I feel like shit, and it's like you get two likes or whatever. It's like what what is that? Like I don't even know what that means. Like. Uh, I, I am very fortunate to just be like, yo, I'm having a fucked up day. So like, and maybe somebody else is too. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're like, yo, me as some, I went, I just, I was just talking, uh, I forgot. I was just complaining about something. And this dude's like, uh, yeah, I just put my dog down today. Like worst day ever. And I'm like, man, I feel you dude. Like it's, it's even to connect through misery is great. Like I love, when I'm like, I'm having a shitty day. And like, I like when 30 other people are like, man, I'm having a shitty day too. And it's like, good, let's, let's suffer together. Let's at least be together instead of alone in our misery. Cause like, again, misery loves company. Yes. But like, it's good. It's positive. Like it's good knowing that even if we're just tweeting at each other, like we're there for each other and we can like, I've gotten a lot of people, a lot of cool DMs from people that are like, my day sucked. You know, it's cool having you on the radio talking about, you know, you know, eat living healthier, you know, trying to get into yoga, meditate, whatever. Like, like people are like, I respect that you're trying to do something positive instead of just spouting bullshit. Like it's all about, you know, and like 26 year old me would want to kick, me now's ass but it's all about just living healthy and being healthy and like i started eating vegetables <laughs> and like like walking yep. and and at one point i was trying to meditate and like i don't put garbage in my system i try not to like i try to get enough sleep i try to get enough rest like uh, it's all about just staying sane and being healthy. And now more than ever, because shit is crazy and shit is scary and you need to have good friends and a good support system. And that's why I love being on air through this entire pandemic from day one. I have been able to go on air and talk to people and communicate and have dialogue and connect. And that that has changed everything. That has changed everything because I could have a not had a job, a not been able to go on air, being yeah, all, like all the all like a million. I could have just been like stranded, like so many other people were, and I was very fortunate to not be stuck in that position. And if people were listening to Liquid Metal and they were there and they were relating and they were scared and they were feeling it, then uh, I loved talking to them, and I still do, and it still happens, and it's still amazing, and I greatly appreciate every single person who's listening and contributing and trying to make me feel better and asking me for advice, I like like I'm fucking talking about. Yeah, like it's good, it's good, it's healthy. Yeah, well, I think uh, any last thoughts? We're kind of getting about an hour here, and just yeah. What are some? Yeah, where can where can people find more out about you? Follow you. Go ahead and plug your stuff here, man. Um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I think at Sean the Butcher, okay. and Hails from the Crypt at Hails from the Crypt, and yeah, on Instagram at All Hail the Crypt on Twitter, 
Uh, it's also on Facebook, HailsFromTheCrypt.com, SiriusXM Liquid Metal, uh, Channel 40, Monday to Friday, 5 to 9 p.m. Eastern, into the Trivia Pit every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, what other shit do I do? Uh, that's about awesome. it. I try to, yeah, I, I that's cool, about man. it. That's about that's all. I have right well, now. Sean, we want to thank you so much for my for, pleasure. Thank yeah, you, for guys. joining us, talking metal, kind of you know, listen to your story, listen to how you're coping with the freaking pandemic, right? Stay healthy. Stay healthy, guys. You do that same shit. Try and exercise. Do the family thing. I know you guys are busy as hell. Like, stay busy. Stay active. Stay positive. I know it's easier said than done. But find things you like and just do them. We will. We will. Yep. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. And we want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you so much. Make sure you leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, we want to hear from you. Um, make sure you reach out to us at thethrashreport at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our Facebook page or at Thrash Report on Instagram or Twitter. And again, if you want to, you know, let us know how we're doing, what you like, what you don't. Um, if you want to be a guest, make sure you reach out to us. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. Have a great rest of your week. See you next time on the Thrash Report. Thank you.